Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Oh, Scrawn, you're back! So, oh. you've got the oil tanker, right? Ah, uh, so you wish to know of the travel tales of Viger and myself to the land of plenty? Yeah, the Baltic Sea, where the oil tanker was. Alas! Let me recollect for you, Thatch. We traveled across the great Atlantic... Fighting off many Kabutops raiders who intercepted our path along the way. About halfway on our journey, we encountered a rise relicanth who revealed that the one true path to the oil tanker was in the Baltic Sea. Thusly, we headed to Scandinavia. While traversing the icy landscape, we rode some trusty Sarsbuck mounts over many hefty boulders and golems alike. After many days, we arrived at our destination. There it was, the beautiful pig-iron gift from Arceus itself, lying in the watery fortress. After explaining that we were with Puckle, the owner quickly relinquished his oil tanker to our possession. With no further ado, we were off! Viger and myself sailed without incident through half of our journey. Or so we thought. We had made a mistake and ended up in the Arctic Circle. After realizing our misfortune, we made great haste in turning our vessel back onto course. But alas, a lone Avalok had fallen into the water, and we crashed the SS Puckle into the creature's diamond hard side. The tanker was lost, but Viger and I escaped the wreckage to record another day. Wait, wait, you sunk the oil tanker? Yes, uh, and yes, we did. Hey guys, I got all those laser guns. You guys ready to play or what? I'm so excited. Welcome to the 203rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my co-hosts... Lucifus. 
and Scron. And we're here to bring you another Pucklelicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for Pokemon, the Pokemon Underground Champions League. For those of you news listeners, we're a Pokemon community online where we hold tournaments, have cool articles to read, trivia challenges. Uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, and I suggest you join if you like this podcast. Thanks for making it three minutes in. So, uh, without further ado... Yeah, that's right. Let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and ask you guys the question that I ask every week. What have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Okay, so, I'm a little bit ashamed, but I have become addicted to Pokemon Shuffle. (laughs) I, okay, okay, I have become just as addicted to Pokemon Shuffle, Bo. I caught, I've caught a few legendaries, uh, Mm -hmm. I have Hugh, I have Giratina, I have Zapdos, uh, it's it's a really hard time now. Uh, Bo, do you want to hear what I've caught so far? Yeah. I've oh. got Mew, Giratina, I caught Groudon when it was available. I, I've caught Articuno, I I got Charizardite Y. Oh, man. I got, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bo, I'm a little bit over the edge, a little bit more than you. I missed Lucario Knight by two days. Oh, I that sucks. I didn't even know it was a thing, and then I get on Cerebi. It's just like, yeah, we're totally. It's this totally a thing. You could have got this a couple days ago if you were paying attention. And that it was sucks. like right after I caught Lucario, and I was like, no, I'll never get this ever again. Yeah, now I'm stuck on like level 150 with Mega Mewtwo Y, and I can't beat Mega Mawile. Really? Uh, I hear a lot. Of, I hear a lot of people get stuck on that, and I guess I had Mega Lucario to help me. So yeah, yeah that's not fun. Yeah, I'm sorry, Bo. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, that's been my Pokemon game. Uh, what about you? What about you, Scrod? This is actually pretty funny, considering uh, we're talking about Pokemon Shuffle. Um, so, a bit of backstory. I own the Facebook page Mega Glalie for no particular reason, but I, I just sort of do. <laughs> it just happened. Um, and somebody tagged my Mega Glalie page, which literally hasn't seen activity for over a year now. <laughs> and um, it was on a Pokemon Shuffle post, and it said, the Mega Glalie stage is just too hard. And so, as Mega Glalie, I went to that post and typed, Mega Glalie does not approve. <laughs> and that has been my Pokemon experience. I mean, other than just, like, general battling yeah. and stuff. Uh, over the past uh, few weeks. Well, I mean, not j- just the past week. I've been doing lots of stuff over the past few weeks. It's just, you know, time. Mm-hmm. It's understandable. I mean, as for myself, other than Pokemon Shuffle, I actually participated in the first round of the Mini Madness tournament, our Little Cup tournament, and I played Hanakane our first round this past uh, Thursday, I think, and yeah. I came out victorious, 4-0. Yeah. Shoot. Is, um... Kume's offspring, offspring doing any good? Who? Oh no, I don't use Murkrow. Oh well, okay then. I don't. Murkrow is also banned. Oh, from well, Little Cup. Fine. Okay. Well, nice to know that Kume's doing lots of good. And uh... did I not get that back to you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I totally owe you that Murkrow back. I actually need several Pokemon back from various people, <laughs> and it's still all from Pucklecon. Yeah, I you know what? I can give that back to you later today or Monday even. Okay. Whatever. 
We can work it out. Literally just text me when I'm sitting in my apartment, and I'll be like, okay, done. All right. No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, I'm good. Okay, and uh, yeah, so I guess that's about it. Like, I've been playing some Little Cup. I've been participating in the MMT. Uh, hopefully, everybody's getting their battles done by then as well. And it's, uh, it's. I mean, it's a good time. I really enjoy it. I really we enjoy know, it. We all know you love Little Cup. Though. I mean, I love Little Cup. I love Puckle tournaments in general. Uh, <laughs> but we are, we are gearing up for uh, the UTC. Hopefully, in the very near future, we'll start giving out those invites. Uh, yes, but... But before the UUTC, we're having a Crobat-only tournament. What? That's not um, true at all. Um, <laughs> not true yes, at all. Everything Scrawn's saying is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuggle does four tournaments a year currently. Uh, four and, and a half. Hmm? What? <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> what? It's just going to be Scrawn joining this one tournament, sitting in yeah. a room alone, and being like, I totally won this Crobat tournament. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely what's going to happen. All right. All right. So I guess there's some news to talk about. So let's kick it over to the news. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And on to the news. So the news finally released a new Coral Coral leak, which is incredibly, incredibly disappointing. Uh, <laughs> wow, we have. Uh, I I think it's disappointing. Okay, so like they're they're doing a really good job building up this hype, right, for these games, yeah. uh, for at least the next Z version or whatever is happening. Because like Pokemon, the anime X, Y, and Z is coming out. We've got new forms of Zygarde, and it's just like, yeah, this is all really cool. That's- you're you're getting incredibly hyped. I'm getting incredibly confused. Why are you so confused? Well, I mean, like Transformers and uh, <laughs> lots of anime and what is this talk about a Pokemon Z? I'm waiting for a Pokemon Emerald again. Oh my gosh, you're done. But <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, so we've got we've got like these new forms and everything, and so I'm just like this month, this month or next month, it's gonna be it's gonna be like. Koro Koro is going to leak and give us some information. Give me just like a release month for Pokemon Z. And it did it. It was the most disappointing thing in the world. It's, uh, in fact, Koro Koro only leaked to coincide with the release of the X, Y, and Z anime in Japan. They're going to be giving out serial code distributions of a shiny Xerneas, a shiny Yavettle, and a shiny Zygarde. And it's just, it seems so, it's so disappointing. You see that... You're going off the assumption that there is going to be a Pokemon Z. There needs to be. This could very well be Nintendo trolling us, and they're going to, like, release some sort of game called, like, Pokemon Grey or something, just to annoy everybody who made this sort of speculation. You know what? That's fine with me. Just give me another game already. (laughs) (laughs) I want Kalos back. Huh? I want Kalos back. I I really want Kalos back. Kalos is just, like, I love Kalos. The berry font were better. Character customization was way better. Yeah, oh. I, I did like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that are really good in Kalos. And I'd really, I want to, I was just super disappointed that they never came out with, like, a patch for X and Y. To, like, handle the new Mega Evolutions and stuff. And that, it just, like, I really want to go back to Kalos. I want to have a reason to play X and Y, you know. And they just, 
there's no reason to play X and Y right now than like the Friend Safari or something. And so I really I was hoping I'm just like yeah we're gonna get the we're gonna get the release date and then nothing. Uh, but these Pokemon uh, we're more than likely gonna get some kind of version of this in the U.S. I assume. Uh, so the Xerneas is going to have the moves. Uh, Xerneas is going to have the moves uh, Geomancy, Moonblast, Aromatherapy, and Focus Blast. Uh, Yvettel's going to have Oblivion Wing, Sucker Punch, Dark Pulse, and Foul Play. These are all uh, actually Dark-type moves. And then Zygarde is going to have Lands Wrath, Extreme Speed, Glare, and Outrage. So, I mean, I, I'm not that excited for shiny counterparts of Pokemon I can already catch being released. I mean, but Xerneas and Yveltal were previously uh, non... They no, were I think they weren't. I don't think they were shiny locked. I'm pretty sure that they were. I don't think they were shiny locked. Um, I don't think Xerneas and Yavetal were shiny locked. I'm not sure. Are they, Scrawn? Um, I, I thought they were. I'm pretty I, sure I just watched a BAJ Wits video that said that they were. I I can. I mean, you could be right, but I have a feeling that they were not shiny locked. Oh, they are shiny locked. You guys are right. Well, here first. Uh, in just... other news, uh, <laughs> Hoopa is going to have a giveaway finally. Yeah. Finally, in the U.S., he's been out in the he's been out in Europe, uh, Japan for a while. Uh, we don't actually have a date for the U.S. Hoopa release, actually. Yeah, it's going to be soon though. So, like, we'll uh, tell you for the U.S. But it is it has actually been announced for the U.K. already for those of those those of our listeners that are from the U.K. Uh, if you go to game stores in the U.K. October twenty third to November fifth. You will be able to grab a uh, a serial code and get a hoop up with that. Um, GameStop as well in Germany from October sixteenth until November seventh. Um, we're still waiting for pretty much every other country to have a date. Uh, I'm hoping it comes out soon because uh, what that means if the Hoopa distribution's happening, that means Cartoon Network's going to air the new movie, and I really want to see the new movie. Like, also, it's hilarious to me. I think that um, the Hoopa trading cards have been out for a little while. Yeah. Now. With the with the newest set, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I actually they just came out with a tin, so you can get Hoopa EX a lot easier. Yeah, and I, just, I mean, I just bought one of those like literally yesterday. Hoopa, Hoopa Unbound is one of the most terrifying Pokemon in period. Mm-hmm. That's think, a true statement. This thing is just nuts. Yeah, it's it's just nuts, and I don't know. I'm really I'm really excited that Hoopa is finally coming. I mean, it's a step forward. And hopefully by then we can get some Z news. I just really want Z news, like really bad. And I want I want Volcanion to be released finally. Yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested to get backstory on Volcanion. Yeah, it would be nice. I'm very very interested for that. In other news, though, uh, Pokin Fighters or Pokin Pokin whatever uh, has uh, has revealed. Two new support Pokemon. We're not sure if this is going to be like a set in game thing because they're Halloween themed. It's Miss Magus and Ninetales. Mm. Um, so it's not sure if this is going to be. There's also a new stage that uh, the the haunted house stage is going to be altered to go with Halloween as well. But it's unclear if this is going to be included in the Wii U version or not. But maybe it will be like maybe next Halloween or something. I assume I assume Pokin is going to ride the uh, Smash Brothers train. With re- with uh, releases and stuff, yeah, I could say that's a safe bet. I think that's a very safe bet, but you know, who knows? <laughs> it could just all be uh, up in the is air. Is that about? Um, 
think the last thing I want to remind everybody about the Spooky Cup. Uh, this week you can actually register for it. You just go to the Pokemon Global link. Um, I'm trying to be better about this because I myself want to be better about it. Uh, because last year, if you are planning on coming to PuckleCon 2016, whoop whoop, uh, and hanging out with me and Scrawn, uh, you can you can definitely come and. Uh, you need you need play points if you want to compete in the actual VGC tournament. And last year they required five play points to compete. Uh, great way to get play points other than going to league yeah. is to actually participate in these online tournaments. And I think you just need to win like three games or something. Yeah, you only need to like participate in like three games. You don't even need to win three games. You just need to participate in three mm. games. And each tournament like this that you do, you get one point and i think there's there are, there are quite a few that you can they do. they've been doing um they've been really good i think they've been doing at least one a month and it's a very good time so the registration runs from the 15th to the to the uh, 23rd um but keep in mind that they all do this at like universal standard time that's when they start things so in eastern time the, uh even though the competition's supposed to start on friday the uh 24th or, or on friday the 23rd Actually, you can start bat. The registration has to be done by 7 p.m. on the 22nd hmm. Eastern Time, and it needs to. Then you can actually start battling at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the 22nd. I think it's like 30 battles or something like that. It's either 30 or 45 battles you can do total. Wow, cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. It's uh, I think they've upped the number of battles that you can do. Uh, it's. It's a double battle competition. They have a very specific like list of Pokemon. I've already started coming up with a team for it. I'm very, very excited. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. 15 battles per day for three days. So that's 45 yeah. battles, which is a little bit more than you typically get in some of these battles. That sounds pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited. Fun. Very, very excited. <laughs> I'm going to call it on the news there, Thatch. <laughs> You're going to? Are you sure? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we know you're excited, <laughs> but I'm so excited, Scron. I know. Okay. Uh, in, in a final, in a final uh, P- Puckle News Now segment, we have a couple things. First of all, our monthly chat box meetup is happening. Uh, actually, the day that you're listening to this, I should have announced it last week. I need to be better about this. Uh, our monthly chat box meetups are the second Monday of every month, so October 12th is the monthly chat box meetup. This time, it's going to be around 7 p.m. I'm going to be trying to give out Jirachis while we're there, so if you guys can catch it, if not, I'm going to be posting this on Twitter and on Facebook. So if you're subscribed to our social media, you'll be able to get those little reminders. You should text me, and so I remember. <laughs> I, I'll text you, Bo. I'll text okay. you instead. I'm off, but I'm so bad about remembering these things. Yeah, at 7 p.m. I plan on being on the chat box, just hanging out with you guys. I mean, I'll have Jirachis. They're just like an incentive to get you guys to come. That's literally all they are. Uh, these are legitimate Wishmaker Jirachis. I have like 20-some of them left. So uh, make Thatch's wish come true <laughs> come to the chat box meetups. Uh, in other news, I've already mentioned this, the uh, Mini Madness tournament's on its way. If you haven't completed your battle, please get that done as soon as you can so that we can move ahead and move to the next round of the tournament. Uh, it's actually a pretty short tournament this time around because it's our fourth tournaments are always smaller. So I guess that's it for the news. So, moving on, we will go to, uh, we'll move on to the topic after this short break. Hey, this is Misty, and I think you should sign up for the Puckle Podcast website if you haven't already. You can earn badges, make new friends, chat with me and other hosts of the podcast, and just talk about Pokemon. 
You should also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Tumblr to get your puckle fix. If you haven't already, help us out by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have time, send us an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, since fan emails make up a good chunk of our show. So join the Puckle community today. And on to the topic. Our topic today is, of course, the top ten worst Pokemon abilities that we could find. Uh, these abilities, we didn't want to do something that was just purely competitive. These are just abilities that are just bad in general. Uh, that way we could eliminate things like Runaway, we, where it has no in-battle ability or pickup. Same thing. But you could still use them for something else maybe in the game. And so we're going to we're going to go through first we're going to give an honorable mention to uh to Tangled Feet. Tangled mm. Feet is an awful ability. Uh it it, it really is your evasion when you're confused. So it only activates when you're confused and then they're only less likely to hit you. Not But think about how useful that can be. That sounds awful, Scron. Uh yeah. How many confusion moves are used in competitive play to begin with? Uh, dizzy punch, maybe no. Dizzy punch, not really at all. And uh, let's see, confuse ray. You, I see confuse ray occasionally, but sometimes. not Yeah, I think that's the only one. But even going through the game, like it just makes your encounters longer. Yeah, it's just it's very annoying. Uh, it doesn't really do anything. So that's the kind of stuff we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So let's start with number 10 on our list, uh, Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal has the ability of doubling your weight, mm. which can only make you more susceptible to moves like Grass Knot and uh, things such as that. It's a hidden ability only on uh, the Agron family and the Bronzong family. Yeah. And the Sam so, Hagar family. Hmm? And the Sammy Hagar. And the Sammy Hagar family, yes. Now, Thatch, I, I don't seem to see why you are so down on uh, on a heavy metal. Uh, low kick. Low kick uh, on Agron, which is already a times four. Uh, r- doubling his weight will double the damage. Machop just defeated your Agron. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. really, it's really silly. Not to mention you also... Low kick is like something that is actually used sometimes. And... Uh, you do have a couple of moves, though, that do benefit from this ability, such as Heavy Slam and Heat Crash. So Heavy Slam, uh, of course, is very popular on, like, the Mega Aggron yes. set, uh, where if you have, you know, if you if the opponent is, like, one-fifth of the user's weight, you're doing 120 base power, which is definitely going to be lighter than a double-weight Aggron, right? But, Aggron right but... now is, uh, Aggron weighs, let's see... Weighs 870 pounds, so you're looking at like 1700 pound Agron. 1740. Yeah. But um, it, it would be useful in some niche scenarios for Heat Crash uh, to be used against a, a heavy metal Bronzong because mm-hmm. the Bronzong won't take as much damage. Why? Because it's heavier. He- oh, well, yes. you see, Heat Crash actually does less damage depending on how heavy the target weighs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But even then, why wouldn't if you want to lo- if you want to lower the damage from Heat Crash uh, on a Bronzong, you could run uh, instead the Heat Proof ability. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Heavy Metal is not that great of an ability. 
to be running on uh i i think in general to be running on things mm. yeah well I, I tried to give it some redemption but... <laughs> no uh... not at all none at all um rivalry is another ability that we chose number nine on our list is rivalry which is um it's it's just way too situational for me to think it's useful at all it it hits... can be though I'm not saying it can't be, but I'm saying how effective is it to use that strategically? It doubles its power. It doubles your power. It does not double the power. It raises it by 25%. Raises your uh, power by, uh, what you said, 25% if uh, the opponent is of the same gender as you. Mm -hmm. So things like maybe tauros or nido king or things that are always going to be male i mean now but think about think about the con to that strategy right you could uh because rivalry will also if the uh if they have opposite genders reduce the base power by 25 percent. okay well the way i look at this ability is it's a mind game sort of thing so say you've got like this this person this uh teenage kid boy who's just started playing pokemon this my brother, for example. Yeah. I only want all my Pokemon to be boys. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get... I mean, if you're going through the game or something, maybe, but... Yeah. I, I can't see it... Sense, there are usually strategic incentives to certain genders, and you will often find that a person's That's true. team... That is a true is, statement. Uh, ...usually one, depending on the current state of the metagame. So it can be useful, but it's usually not useful for a long time. And it ultimately is not that great of an ability. No, it's not that great. I think it's a relatively useless one. And if you're actually looking at all of the Pokemon that can get it, there are much better abilities that you can give to all of these Pokemon. Uh, the <laughs> the Nidoran family, they should definitely be running Sheer Force. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Beautifly should not be using Rivalry. It should just be using Swarm. Uh, you have uh, the Shinx family. They could just be running Intimidated or Guts, which are both very good abilities. Yeah. Uh, you could be running Super Luck or Big Pets on the Unpheasant family, Mold Breaker on the Axie family, and you could be running Moxie on Lutleo and Pyroar. Uh, yeah. Which I think is a much, much better way to go. They all have better abilities. <laughs> I won't deny that. They, they, there's plenty of better abilities for that thing, for those. So, uh, moving on to number eight, uh, we're tying these together. It's the plus and minus abilities. Oh my god, this is my favorite. Why are they your favorite, Scott? I have tried to make so many teams based around this. And has it worked? Uh, it's, um, maybe? You, it's, you just don't want to say no, right? It's obvious whenever you try to do it. Because yeah. there are only a few Pokemon that can have plus or minus. There are three and, lines that can learn minus. They're Electric, Minin, and Clinklang. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then for plus, it's actually the Marit family, Plusle, Kling Kling, and Dedenne. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, Kling Kling is just a steel type, so you get a bit of type coverage along with an electric type, but that's really the only case you can do it. Um, let's say you have a Minun and you have a Kling Kling, or mm-hmm. a, yeah, yeah, with one with plus, one with minus, obviously, and the Minun uses like Nasty Plot or something. And then mm-hmm. the Kling Klang does, like, Flash Cannon. It's, it's pretty powerful, yeah. but, yeah. It's not as good as it could be, but it's very... It's pretty obvious that it would be coming. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like, uh... It just yeah, feels man. very situational, and it's definitely a double battles ability. Not saying that it can't work, but I just... it the, the way to make this ability work 
would be to give more Pokemon access to them. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see that happening right now. A variety, yeah. Because right now you have Electric types and Clink Clank. That's that's who you have. And I think I think if they could expand that somehow to maybe just a couple more Steel types, even. Yeah, or even Magnezone. Yeah, Magnezone or Magnemite. I think those would be perfect for that. And I just don't see it happening here. Mm-mm. But well, that does stop. <laughs> Number seven is anticipation. Bo and I saw this one today, and we're just like, no, this this can't be a thing. Uh, we've all seen that actually in the games, probably if we've ever played like a Wormadam or something. Uh, you'll see uh, that it shudders when it enters the battle because uh, anticipation. Uh, is if uh, currently what it does is if a Pokemon has a, a move that's super effective to the Pokemon with anticipation, it will shudder when it enters battle. Uh, it will also do it for one-hit KO moves, and it will also do it for... Uh, it, but it treats uh, moves such as Techno Blast, Hidden Power, Judgment, Weather Ball, and Natural Gift as normal-type moves, to, regardless of where you are. So... Yeah. I don't see it as being a very useful, like, ability. Well, it's it's another one of those type of things where there's just a better alternative, usually. I mean, also, yeah, on literally every one of these Pokemon that have Anticipation, there is a better alternative. Uh, Like, Eevee's Hidden Abilities Anticipation, however, if you're running an Eevee by itself, you'd want to run Adaptability. Uh, uh, Barboach and Witchcash, you can run Oblivious or Hydration, both of them much better. Uh, Wormadam, which is the, uh, which for a while anticipation was its only ability, uh, now has the hidden ability of overcoat, which is much much better. Uh, and then you have Crowgunk and Toxicroak, who both have access to Dry Skin and Poison Touch. Both of these great abilities. Yeah. And then Ferrothorn has the hidden ability of anticipation, but his regular ability is Iron Barbs. What? Which is yeah. what you would just want to run anyway. Yeah, Iron Barbs is probably going to be top on our list of worst, so... <laughs> no, not at all, right? <laughs> not at all. It's, it's essentially rough skin, but it's... Uh, it's, it's one of the better abilities. It's, it's one of the better abilities, at least in, like, on Ferrothorn for what you're using him for. You're going to want to... You're going to definitely want to run Iron Barbs, right? Oh, yeah. For sure. 100% for sure. Uh, about this next ability, I'm surprised to see it's this high up on the list. Oh, number six, Defeatist? Yeah. Okay, tell me how Defeatist is good. No, I'm surprised to see it's this... I'm surprised it's not number one, because there is nothing good about this. <laughs> no, there is absolutely nothing good about Defeatist. It, I can't even make a redeeming quality. Uh, Defeatist is only is exclusive to Archon and uh, Archeops. And uh, what it does is that when your HP is 50% or lower, it just cuts your attack and special attack in half. And it's just like, why? Why is it a thing? And, like, the Ooh. thing is, Archeops is a really cool Pokemon, right? Yeah. And it's not like, it's not like, uh, I we're going to talk about it later, but, like, Slaking, where it needs to be nerfed a little bit. Because mm-hmm. his attack stat's just ginormous. But, like, Archeops is not that bad. He's an excellent Pokemon. He's got, he's got halfway decent stats. His, his base attack is 140, which, yeah, it's a little high. His base special attack's 112, not too bad. But that's it's still awful that his attack gets half like that. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons I don't run Arkin in Little Cup. <laughs> it's sort of, uh, it, since it's sort of based off of an Archaeopteryx, mm-hmm. and how they were the 
the birds that didn't necessarily survive or became other birds, it sort of just makes sense on how they died out. Mm, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Aspect. I mean, I think I think that is a commentary on that. Yeah. But it's just, it makes me so sad. I played my first playthrough of White version. I had an Archaeops, and I thought he was so cool. But it was just like, man, sometimes he's really good, and then sometimes he really sucks. And then, like, I paid attention to his ability, and I was like, uh... That's His ability it. is awful, and there's nothing good about that. And there's just no way to do anything else about it. Now, Wait. one thing I would like to comment on this ability being a thing is that uh, is that I really like that Pokemon isn't putting in like bad abilities like this. Because mm-hmm. it makes the Pokemon world seem more real, I guess, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I, I mean, I like that as a part of like getting into the world of the game. But just if you were thinking about Pokemon as like a competitive like entry... It, this is just mm-hmm. not good for that. Right. Yeah. I also thought maybe that it, like Archaeops was designed by one of the game designers that they were just like, okay, you have to let him put in his Pokemon. They're like, God, we hate Jerry, though. He's so stupid. <laughs> just want to get rid of him. They're like, okay, you can have your Pokemon, but he's got this really crappy ability, so nobody's ever going to use him. Just yeah. Like, Guys, come on. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a BuzzFeed theory. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, it's just, I hate that ability. It's awful. It's gross. It's just awful. But uh, moving on, we have even worse abilities, Gron. Um, I disagree. Uh, number five is Stall. Stall is exclusive to Sableye. Uh, it also, it does the opposite of Prankster in that you always go last. <laughs> you always go last. <laughs> Tell me, it's not affected by Trick Room, so it's not like it's going to, like, flip with Trick Room or anything. I'm Uh, trying so hard, but (laughs) I can't find anything. (laughs) Right? I mean, you could give it Quash and then just troll everybody. It's just, it makes no sense. Like, that ability makes literally no sense. It is awful. Mm. It is literally the most awful ability. I mean, unless you're trying to specifically see uh, what moves another Pokemon has, I could see it being used in-game. So, like, I always attack last to see if I, uh, you know, if this Pokemon has this move on it or not before I capture it or something like that. Well, by then you should be able to just, like, tell, right? Oh, oh, wait, wait, Hmm? wait, wait. What are you waiting for? I need to type furiously. Uh... There's nothing. There's nothing. But stalls uh, stalls absolutely nope. awful. I was checking to see if it got disabled. Yeah. <laughs> there is literally nothing. There's no reason to it's... do it. Oh. Uh, so number four on our list is Klutz. Uh, Klutz is an ability that lets you uh, not hold an item ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me how that's good. Oh, I re- there was a way. That this was good. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not joking. There, it has to do with Lopunny. And Lopunny can have klutz, and it's something about how... Mm, I don't remember. It's been such a long, long time since I've used a Lopunny. But well, I guess it, it lets you hold an item, but it doesn't let you activate the item. Let's, I, think, I think that's it. 
You can't yeah. use the held item. It works with Mega Stone still, obviously. Oh, but... yes. That's why you can give, like, a choice scarf to Lopunny, and then it won't get locked into moves. Oh, okay. So you can, and use, then you can use, like, trick. trick or something. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. This ability is not as bad as I thought it was. Uh, yeah. It's still pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It'd be pretty bad on something like Audino or on uh, Golette or Golurk. It depends on the Pokemon that it's on. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's definitely 100% fair. Let's see now. Let's see. Slow Start. Slow Start is our next ability. It's exclusive to Regigigas, and it has all of his... Uh, is, this, is it just attack and speed? Or is it all of... It's not, no, it's I don't just, think it does it's defenses. It's just attack and speed. It has them for the first five turns. Which sounds awful. I mean, it's. I, I, I'm going to put this in the same camp as uh, something like uh, slaking again that needs to be nerfed because uh, Regigigas is very, very good, right? Yeah. He's got uh. He he's got a base attack stat of 160, which is very high. A base speed of 100 coupled with that, and really good defenses, and a solid HP stat. So like, it's one of those things that needs to be nerfed, but mm. it's still such a poopy ability. <laughs> I I really wish it would be for like one or two turns as opposed to five turns. Right? I mean, being hindered for two turns is like, okay, yeah, that's a slow start, and that still really sucks. It would mm-hmm. probably still be on this list, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's 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 just like one or two turns, and like yeah. I think it would be much better. Rodrigues would see a lot more use. Right. But five yeah, turns is just way too much. They're just like, well, we don't want anybody to use Rodrigues ever, because Jerry made that Pokemon. So. <laughs> Jerry. It's all Jerry's fault. It's a, it's a nerfing ability. It still doesn't make Regigigas bad. It just makes them less useful. Does definitely makes them less good. Out, if you can ride out those five turns, then you you oh yeah. Pretty much, you I've done in the it. random battle before, and it's it's amazing if you ride out those five turns. Yeah, but uh, if you switch them out, it resets. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. That's true. It's so hard. It, your dragon tails, whirlwinds, and roars. Yeah, that's phasing would be horrible for him. But moving on, our second ability is Illuminate, uh, which I just think is an awful ability all around. It has no competitive use, obviously, first of all. Uh, but its out-of-battle out uh, ability is, is that it allows you to encounter Pokemon more frequently. It's a 200% increase. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, Basically, it's like Arena Trap, except that uh, the Pokemon can't play in the battle, can still play in the battle. Yeah, Illuminate is just, it just, it's awful. It's like, it just seems so horrible how uh, how good is it. Like, it, it has no competitive, like, imagine having a Pokemon with Illuminate in your party, and mm. you're going through, like, a water route in Hoenn, and you didn't realize it. Oh, God. Yeah. So many tentacles. All the tentacle. And it just sounds 100% awful. <laughs> Literally, like, every two steps. Yeah. I just I don't want it. I don't want it at all. All right. Let's move on to the ability everyone's been waiting for. Our last ability is Truant, uh, which is not exclusive to just uh, the Slaking family, actually. Yeah. If... It actually has Durant. Durant also has Truant. And, uh... 
okay, so there is one saving grace of Truant on Durant. There's that uh, entrainment Truant Tru- uh, Durant I was talking about a few weeks ago. Oh yeah, where you could use it in the battle mason. But Truant is just an awful ability in that it uh... makes you not be able to move every other turn. Yeah, you just sit there doing nothing. You just do nothing once one once every other turn, and it's just I mean it works for slaking because that does need to happen. That's a very that's an ability that very well needs to be on slaking because slaking again is just like he's just as strong actually as uh as our friend Regigigas actually. It's a nerfing ability, really. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So. It's a nerfing ability on slaking. And among weak and among little Pokemon, Sakath is pretty powerful himself. Mm-hmm. And um, a neat thing about Truant is that it is always reset by sleep. So a Pokemon that wakes up will always be able to attack. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's just sort of like it makes you use those moves on Slaking. That would be interesting. That would actually be very interesting. But yeah, it's just, it's like the all these abilities, not saying that they're all bad, but Stall is pretty bad. And same with like Defeatist. But... I mean, these these abilities are just... We think they're awful. I mean, of course, we're going to ask you guys later today to send in what abilities you think are awful. So, uh... All of yeah. them. All of the abilities are awful. Abilities shouldn't be in the game. Uh, somebody will say that. Somebody will be the wet blanket. Uh, Delta Stream is, is the worst. It's actually pretty good. It's just very overpowered. But... <laughs> moving on. I think it's uh, time we should take a commercial break. You guys agree? Yep. All right, so we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. And last time on Dedenes of Our Lives, Ivy Store was still trying to find out who the father of her child was. Ivy Store! Ivy, Ivy, Ivy Store! She knew there could be Charmeleon's son, but they'd also had an affair with Chansey. Charmeleon! Chansey, Chansey! And meanwhile, Meowstick and Baneri were seeing each other behind Gallade's back. Meowstick! Baneri! Gallade! 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 Join us for the fist-clenching, heart-wrenching season finale of Dedenes of Our Beautifies. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 302, Sableye, the Darkness Pokemon. Sableye lead quiet lives deep inside caverns. They are feared, however, because these Pokemon are thought to steal the spirits of people when their eyes burn with a sinister glow in the darkness. That's awesome. Sableye, I'm really, actually really happy. He's another one of these spooky Pokemon for the month of October, or Spooktober. Uh, so he's uh, he's actually like literally one of my favorite Pokemon to use in, in all of Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Sableye is Dark Ghost, which for the longest time was that exclusive typing that had no weaknesses until Fairy-type came out. So he's got one weakness. It's Fairy-type. Uh, yeah. He has a Mega in Mega Sableye. So first of all, I'd like to point out that Sableye is good on its own. Uh, he has Keen Eye. Uh, he has Prankster though, which is most important. So he can like lay out Prankster Will O Wisps. He Prankster recovers. Prankster like pretty much everything, and it's one of the greatest things ever. 
what's even better is he his Mega Evolution, which has a stunning defense stat of like 120, 125, a special defense of, one, defense of 115. He gets a decent attack and special attack at a base 85, and it's just amazing. He's really slow, though, so watch out for that. Magic Bounce, which is another thing. Yeah, he gets Magic Bounce, which is great. So, like, you have, like, a secret magic bounce up your sleeve to bounce back Stealth Rocks, bounce back Will-O-Wiz, bounce back Toxics. Uh, One thing I want to point out, um, in a few episodes ago, uh, you guys did uh, Pokemon's types that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sableye could have been on that list, because almost everything that that, uh, is mentioned about it says that it digs. Mm. It's claws. And it has uh, rocks and stones in it, so I thought it would be really cool had it been like a ghost rock type or a ghost. That that, no. just, that sounds very interesting, and I'd be okay with that. But I like the dark type. I do. I just I, I feel like that fits it as well. It's just like this evil little monster that goes around eating gemstones. I'm definitely not dissing on its type. I'm just saying in a in another world where yeah. the Bernstein bears are a thing, he's a <laughs> ghost rock type. Yeah, I hope one day people three. don't remember why we make that reference, and <laughs> they get very confused. Whimsicott was grass flying. Whimsicott no. was grass flying, though. Okay, I okay. swear. And I flew over to you on my meganium. It, that happened. Okay. Here's oh. a fun fact about Sableye: Stall might have been good if it could have one of its moves from the TCG disable. <laughs> <laughs> so. So yeah, I'm yeah. Does it not have access to disable at all? It does not. Like ever? No, other than the TCG. Hmm, that's odd. I mean, so there's there are a couple of ways to run Sableye. My favorite way to run Mega Sableye is uh is in such a way that uh, Smogon kind of runs this a very similar set. Uh, you definitely you max out its HP, you max out its defense, uh, but. Sableye has access to Calm Mind, which you can use to sufficiently like compensate for a lower special defense. Also boosting your special attack in the process. I would run Recover, just so you have HP recovery options. Uh, Will-O-Wisp helps with the fact that you're not boosting your defense, because you can hurt an opponent who's attacking you physically. Um, and Smogon suggests running Shadow Ball, but I personally would run uh, Dark Pulse instead. Just so they can't wall you with something like Chansey or with, uh, with any, like, just, they can't wall you with a normal type that way. Mm-hmm. Which I very, I very much like that. I also would not set up a Mega Sableye with the Chansey, so. Yeah. And it sounds like a terrible time. Terrible, terrible it, time. It would be an awful, awful time. Sableye is, is really cool. Has Mega Sableye gotten a card yet? Because... I would be very sad if he didn't. Um, I don't think so. That's uh, so sad. I really yeah. wish... I, I'm waiting for the day that Mega Sableye gets a card. Um, I really want that. The origin of Sableye's name is a combination of the word Sable and the word I. Really? Wow! Um, <laughs> that That's really intuitive, Bo. How'd you find that knowledge? <laughs> I read it here. Um, <laughs> interesting. Oh, boy. That's uh, hilarious. Well, uh, a nice thing about Sableye is that it was the first of its, um, the first Pokemon to really have no weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And while that has ha- since changed with uh, Generation Six, and not to mention Spiritomb also being mm-hmm. a, another Dark Ghost type, um, it, it's nice to know that bit, bit of history that it was the first Pokemon with no weaknesses. 
That's true. It also has a ruby, a sapphire, and an emerald on its body, making reference to the games that it debuted in, mm-hmm. which is also really cool. Um, What's even better, what's even cooler about that is you only see the ruby and the sapphire in its original back sprite, and it's not until Gen 4 that you can actually see the emerald. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is interesting, because it did debut in ruby and sapphire first. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a stylization of the Hopskinville Goblin, a creature from an alleged Kentucky alien encounter, described having shining eyes, small legs, clawed arms, and swaying hips, a movement that Sableye imitates in the 3D Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. The Hopskinville aliens are most famous in Japan, where they have appeared in other anime and video games. Yeah. Hmm. It's very interesting. So, um... I'm... Like, it eats gems, alright? Yeah. And gems are not... Uh, gems are a finite resource. A finite resource, kind of. Yeah. And that's kind of true, not 100% true at all. Mm. We synthesize them all the time. Yeah. But people uh, are just, just like, but I want a natural one, but they're synthesized, so... I just want to know how it, like... How this works. Like, it's not that bad. It can't be that bad. Oh man, there are a lot of uh, Sableye cards actually right now. Um, My was, favorite was from Dark Explorers. Uh, I don't want to talk about those because they're not in the rotation, I know, sadly. My favorite. Uh, there are three of them currently in rotation, though. Dang. Which is kind of impressive. Yeah, there uh, was one that was used a lot with uh, an Aveltal Dex. To get to get like tool cards and stuff. Yeah, there's a there's a Sableye from the uh, which first appeared in the Eveltal half deck in Japan, but later was just released as part of X and Y. Um, then there's uh, there's actually a promo Sableye as well, and on top of that, there's a Sableye from Ancient Origins. So there's uh, two of them are dark types. The psychic type there's a psychic type one that's the promo card. So let's jump right in. So our first Sableye is from the X and Y set. X and Y set. I just slurred my words there. Uh, for a colorless energy, you can do Filch, which allows you to draw a card, which isn't too bad. Uh, for a dark energy and a colorless energy, it does Ripclaw for 30. And if you flip a coin, if heads, you discard an energy attached to your opponent's active Pokemon. For a basic Pokemon, I don't think that's too bad. No, not bad. Especially well, if there was a Mega to go with it, it'd be probably pretty good. I mean, well, it's it's not EX. It's not Sableye EX, obviously, right? Which is sad. <laughs> oh, right. That's how Mega works. It's not just any Sableye. It's right. EX. Dumb. Yeah. All right. Anyway, carry on. Uh, so there's another Sableye, which is in the uh, Ancient Origin set. So it has uh, B-Twitching Eyes for one Darkness Energy, where you can choose a supporter card from your opponent's discard pile and use the effect of this. Use Use it as the effect of this attack. So that's kind of cool, actually. Uh, cool. For a darkness energy and for a colorless energy, you can do Furtive Drop, which is uh, just allows you to put three damage counters on your opponent's active Pokemon. So I assume that doesn't apply weakness or anything as well. Uh, anything that's put or placed is, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and the third one is XY Promo 92 Sableye, <laughs> which is a psychic type, unlike the other two, which were dark types. So for one Psychic Energy, uh, he does Energy Hunt, which allows you to flip three coins. For each heads, you can search your discard pile for a basic energy and attach it to one of your po- your benched Pokemon EX cards. And uh, for two colorless, he does Claw Smash for 20 damage. 
So obviously the reason to use that card would be to uh, use Energy Hunt. Yeah, to boost your to boost your uh... EX Pokemon. That would actually work really well with the Hoopa EX card that just came out recently. Uh, because you have to discard two Psychic Energies to actually be able to use Hoopa EX's attack. Nice. Uh, I was actually, um, I bought the tin, right, for the Hoopa EX deck? Yeah. And, or just the Hoopa EX card, but instead the instead of the tins just giving you a card to unlock the card that you got, you unlock the full deck, and it's so much fun. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's, like there's a full deck cool. that uses like two Hoopa EX or something. Like, it, it's obviously rough and it's, it needs a little bit of work, but it's a lot of fun on TCGO. Nice. Uh, we can talk about it next month, though. <laughs> yeah. With the TCG podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact, Mega Sableye is tied with Mega Maw Isle for having the lowest base stat total of all Mega Pokemon, mm-hmm. or Mega Evolved Pokemon at 480. Yeah, um, that's probably because it's the it was originally the counterpart to Mawile. Mm-hmm. As they're both based off of folkloric le- legends. Yep, they... Uh, <sighs> They also both had the same uh, base HP and speed, but not total. Oh, they do have the same base stat total. Yeah. So both unevolved and evolved, they keep the same. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Does that wrap up the poke of the episode? I think that does. So uh, obviously, at the end of this segment, I like to I like to plug our writers. So our writers are. Uh, we have Jushiro, who writes awesome TCG articles, if you want to learn more about the TCG. We have, uh, we have Bo, or not Bo, we have, uh, Scrawn, who does trivia challenges, who's sitting right here. Uh, Fluffiest Whimsicott, who does opinion articles, as well as Snag. Uh, Mickey Panda, who also does, uh, anime summaries. Sublime Manic, who does, uh, VGC articles. And am I forgetting anybody? Um... Oh, Baskets, who uh, posts a uh, posts a comic strip, or not a comic strip, a next section of his comment on the 15th of every month. So this week is actually when it's coming out. Yep. And so, am I, I didn't miss anybody, did I? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Okay, so let's move on to everybody's favorite part of the show, the mailbag. It's mail time! Top of the mailbag. Send in your emails. Your mail's here. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And onto the mailbag. As always, Puckle's mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. What? Why did you say hooves the second time? I, uh, that's like the third time I've done it. <laughs> yeah. And as always, the Green Tauros company has allowed us to give out the Green Tauros badge for having the best mailbag. Uh, so if we find an email worthy of the Green Tauros badge, we will hand it out. So let's move on to the mailbag. So our first email is from Trico Lover. Uh, here we go. Given that I have never played Little Cup, I might just pick up a Tangela and have fun with it trolling on Raiding Oraz. I enjoy the fact that it sounds 
super diverse, unlike VGC, that is literally either anti-Landorus teams or Landorus teams. I don't do <laughs> Smogon junk. Oh, I don't do Smogon. Just, I don't know. I don't know many rules for me. BTW, I didn't do the regional because work got in the way. Oh, well. It is Phoenix as BTW. That's Arizona. Oh, Phoenix, Arizona, BTW. Okay. I w- it just said as. Like, yeah. it, it's yeah. supposed to capitalize. P.S. I don't have any friends for my safari. I would like... <laughs> I kind of would like to do that if you can help. Trico lover. We used to have a thread for that, actually, but I think it's dead now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... it's... We don't need as many friends in the Safari because it is Oraz gen- mm-hmm. time now. That was a big thing in X and Y. Uh, we, it doesn't. You don't really need it because most of the Pokemon that you get hidden abilities for in the Friend Safari, you can actually find through uh, what's that thing called? The uh, Dexnav. Dexnav is stupid. I hate it. The Friend <sighs> Safari was way cooler. Dexnav. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the second email from Basket as well. But yeah. That's, that, I mean, you can say the Dex Nav is stupid. I like it better than the Friend Safari bow. Well, that's just goes to show how smart you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this next one is from Basket. Howdy, 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 Puckle Peeps. Basket here. First of all, I can I just say how freaking awesome Little Cup is? If you haven't tried it, try it. Since I think it's too late to join the Little Cup tournament, I wanted to share a little about my team. So it's a Volturn LC team, which works out great in LC since it's, just a, since, it's a, since it's such a fast-paced meta, and getting the right mon out when you need it is so important. Plus, U-Turn Regenerator Mindfu makes me literally laugh out loud. I typically start with Mindfu because I can fake out, and U-Turn is if it's not something I want to deal with, which if it's fast enough to hit before Bruce, the Mindfu's name, gets out, I can heal, th- heal 33% back anyway. Also, people with ghost mons on their teams love to switch in, switch it in on the first move to take take the fake out from Mindfu. So if they have one, I have Bruce use knockoff, which I'd say hits a ghost switch in 65% of the time. And then one of their best sweepers is Audi 5000. <laughs> there is also very little to lose if they don't switch in another Pokemon, as getting the item off is extremely helpful in any situation. However, even though I like Buster a lot, he's not my favorite. Crowagunk is the best bro. You mentioned him last week, but didn't go over his different builds, because there's too many builds to talk about. <laughs> he is one of the best sweepers in Little Cup. Uh, well, the special as special attacking one is. His moveset is Nasty Plot, Vacuum Wave, Shadow Ball, and Sludge Bomb. He's got Dry Skin as an ability, so switch him into any of the innumerable Shell Smash mons and watch them fire off Priority Water Move or Scald and laugh as it heals back to full health or doesn't hurt him at all. <laughs> at all. You can also switch him to any fairy type and nasty plot, which their move will then trigger his berry juice, and you can get nasty plot get can nasty plot as they switch out or gunk shot them if they're feeling froggy. Ha, froggy, because Crowgunk is a frog. I can't accurately express how easy it is to get Crowgunk up to times four and then sweep with Shadow Ball or Gunk Shot. Priority vacuum wave, even though a lot of Pokemon resist it, a lot of sweepers will fall since their special defense is low or their health isn't where it needs to be. And four times four is nothing to mess with. Now, my Krogunk Keaton is fantastic, and I want to spread the gospel of special attack Krogunk. You will love it, Puckle Peeps. Plus, you can laugh every time a trainer willow it as they're almost expecting a mixed or physical sweeper. Uh, the only downside to Krogunk is that Diglett and Gothita exist. Uh, yeah, this is Thatch talking. 
Uh, Diglett can trap it and typically holds a focus sash and can probably Oko your Krogunk with uh, Earthquake. Um, Gothita can also trap it and can probably hurt it pretty bad. Uh, but if you're running Shadow Ball and you can outspeed it, that's something different. But if you're not, if you're not holding, if you're, ah, if it's holding a Choice Scarf like most Gothitas do, it can probably outrun you and hit you with a Psychic. Uh, shout out to the rest of my team, my Defog U-Turning Machine Fat Pants Volaby, my Psychic Ghost Steel and Electric Bane Pierre Diglett, and the Paraflinch Special Wall to beat them all, Farley Munchlax, and last but not least, the Life Orb-Wielding Buster, Electkid, that slaps fools around for days. It amazes me how many people forget Electkid runs with Psychic. Uh, well, that's everyone. Enjoy your LC Madness Puckle Peeps, and look out for those special attacking Krogunks. They be messing up everyone out here. Basket. Yeah. Alright, the next All one right. is from Link Hawkins. Who wants to take that one? Uh, I'll get it. Go, Bo, go. Good day, Trainer Thatch and Bosephus and Scrawn. So, you posed the question, what is your favorite Pokemon Little Cup strategy? Sadly, I do not have one, as Little Cup is something I have never even considered playing, until listening to Thatch talk about it in the last couple podcasts. Sounds like a fun metagame, and something that I want to look into more. Look forward to hearing what other people have to say in response to this, so I can figure out this meta a little better. Well, I shall see you on the flip-flop. Thanks. Link Hawkins. Awesome. Alright. So you get this next one from Merrick, Scrawn. This is mostly targeted at Thatch. In my last email, I mentioned fan-made gym circuits and a person wanted to hand out starters. You said that this was cool and all, but we literally know nothing about this game. I think we know more about this game than you think we do. Source for verified information about Pokemon Go. There is a link to Reddit. We have confirmation that we will be able to battle and trade with other players. Being able to battle makes it possible to create a gym circuit, and being able to trade enables someone to provide new players with pseudo-starter Pokemon. You were correct to state that we don't know any details about starter Pokemon for the game, though. Okay, Summary. time out. Time out. Uh, so, he's, he's saying that people are going to mail the gym circuit. Thatch, let it happen. Let it happen, Thatch. What do you mean, let it happen? Summary. Thatch needs to learn the difference between ignorant hype and informed hype. Hashtag roast Thatch. I was going to let that happen regardless. But <laughs> the gym circuit thing, we can already do the exact equivalent of what people want to do is gym circuits with Pokemon Go right now with 3DSs. <laughs> Does anybody not realize that? I love mailbacks like this. Uh, is that, tell me that I'm not right, I, that we couldn't already just do this. Super secret basis. <laughs> well, um, I think that it's really just kind of futile to get all hyped up about, considering we don't have all the information. Yeah, we don't know how battling works. We don't know how training works. We don't know how Pokemon collection works. Uh, I mean, I would, I would like to know a little bit more before, like, I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm going to be a gym leader. I'm going to be hanging out at Planet Fitness. <laughs> and, um... I hope it's like I can create a field like I can in Ingress if I match like three points together. Oh. And then and then in my field I can drop off some of my Pokemon there as like a team cool. to then 
be my gym team. So when people go there to try to take my field, so you just want secret bases. That's all you want. Yeah, but but also with with my Pokemon. Now okay. the way I see this, uh, Thatch, is that there are a lot of people who aren't actively involved in Pokemon who are yeah. really excited about Pokemon. Yeah, no, no, I I think and I think I, that's good. I agree with you. And uh, it's not fair for uh, good old Thatch, who is incredibly knowledgeable about all Pokemon stuff, to ruin their hopes and dreams. Because <laughs> some of these people don't have anything better to do with their time. So you should just let that's them... Tr- okay, I'll let them dream. I'll let them dream. And um, thank you for uh, roasting Thatch Merrick. He, <laughs> he definitely deserves it. Uh, we need more people to roast Thatch. And more people to praise Whimsicott. <laughs> Uh, all right so i get this next one from uh ssj and furboy it's a very long email so i'm going to summarize a lot of what he says uh, dear fellow puckalonians mega man here oh it's mega man not ssj and furboy uh how have you been doing lately i'm going to jump right into the past mailbag i've gone through every pokemon and have named the following with dumber and accurate types please read through although it's long i'm just going to read the names uh, of which Pokemon he thinks have uh, bad Did that types. just cut out for you, Posifus? No, I got him. I'm here. Uh, so, oh. let me jump right in. There's uh, Mega Ampharos, who's Electric Dragon, Azumarill, who is Normal Fairy, uh, Mega Blastoise, who is Water, Basculin, Carnivine, uh, Darkrai, Embor, Feraligator, Flabebe, Flygon, Garchomp, Granbull, Golduck, Gyarados, uh, Jigglypuff line, Litleo line, Lugia line, Meganium, Mr. Mime, Ninkata, Regigigas, Seismitoad, Victini. Whew. So yeah, uh, a lot. Some, some highlights. Uh, Mr. Mime doesn't look like a fairy. Uh, Normal is there for Pyroar, but provides no benefits. Um, Grand Bowl should be part dark type. Uh, <laughs> Ampharos being electric fairy, uh, yeah, I could definitely see that more too. Um, oh, this is my favorite for, for alligator. Looks too much like a dragon to be only water. Nose moves similar to kind Kingdra and Dragonite. Should be dual water dragon. Hashtag protect depressed fat. <laughs> Uh, Golduck, I've always thought that Golduck also should have that water psychic typing, but, and I feel like they wasted it on Starmie, but, eh. Alright, yeah, uh, sorry we didn't read everything, we're, yeah. we're, I think we're trying to make it so that this episode isn't terrible. Ooh, I like the Seismitoad water. Yeah, it's just, it's just, this is a lot to read. Uh, it's a lot to read. Yeah. Alright, Bosephus, you wanna grab uh, this? Wait, I'm stuff? not done, there's more to the email. Uh, so yeah, a lot. Next for the Little Cup mailbag, I've consistently used Zigzagoon with uh, Belly Drum, Extreme Speed, Dig, and something else I can't remember. <laughs> a wonderful idea for topics would be the Puckle history slash timeline looking at previous contributors, aspects, topics, and even rivalries. I wanted I... to make Puckle Cannon a thing before, I just, I didn't get it organized right. Yeah. Um... Okay. I, I, the only problem I have with that, I don't like doing episodes on ourselves. Like, it just seems very conceited. We usually do one about every ten episodes anyway, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's like talking about thing. ourselves and, like, about our in-jokes and everything. I think it'd be really cool to have, like, a Puckle wiki for all these kinds yeah. of things. I could see that. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like doing episodes about ourselves. It's just not, I, I don't like it. It seems very dirty to me. Well, I don't know. He- 
Keep reading. Uh, I think it would be cool if everyone who started listening past episode 100, which is where the podcast began to take off in its current state. Sorry for the rant. Uh, Mega Man out. Alright, so our next one is from Bjorn. You got this one, Bo. Oh, I got this one, Bo. Greetings, Buckle. Bjorn here to answer the mailbag. I honestly have never played Little Cup, not even on Pokemon Stadium. That should make it sound intriguing, but I'm not certain if I will ever actually get around to giving it a try. I'm debating starting to practice for the UTC. It's been a really long time since I played any Pokemon, much less competitive, so I may need a while to get in gear, smiley face. Either that, or I may fire up hard gold and try a Nuzlocke like the fluffiest. Hmm, decisions. On an unrelated note, I am the Pokemon guy in the group, so the number of people over the past few weeks have asked my opinion about Pokemon Go is insane. Am I alone in not being in not being really hyped for it? The incredulous looks I get when I go, meh, is insane. Um, yeah, I'm also the Pokemon guy in my area, and people, I'm, I'm sure, like, most of us on here are the Pokemon guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, I get shared it a lot, and it's just, like, just because it's in my face so much, I also kind of give that, but I'm, I'm pretty hyped for it. I've been playing Ingress lately, so that's, and Ingress is just amazing, so I can't, I can't wait. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, the trailer looked awesome. But what trailer doesn't look good? Non-gameplay trailers always look good, but that doesn't mean the actual game is good. Look at Dead Island. The video game trailer looked amazing for it, but once actually playing the game, it was repetitive and boring. Also, rarely when I am playing Pokemon do I think, man, I really wish I was outside walking while doing this. That's what I think every time. I wish I was just outside catching real Pokemon. You don't get it every time I blow out birthday candles, every time I get an eyelash, every time... <laughs> um, anytime I get a wish, I wish that Pokemon are real. Every single time. It's not even a joke. Um, <laughs> I also am not certain that I have faith it will be as good as the actual games. And well, DS by its very nature is mobile, why do I need a watered-down version of Pokemon? But mobile Pokemon... <laughs> but mobile. Pokemon is already mobile. Finally... Does it worry anyone else that they have depicted only the original 150 Pokemon? So many Pokemon on Facebook were stating stuff like, Finally, Nintendo goes back to supporting the only good Pokemon generation, from friends who never actually tried any of the other games. I don't want to see great support uh, for the Gen 1ers. There are too many as it is. Well, without further to-do, thatchism for the day. See ya, Bjorn. And yeah, I, that was one of my big concerns, too. Was yeah. that... I, I see it as being, like, a progressively rolled out thing. And they'll they'll add more generations as time goes on. Well, I'm pretty sure that they're just going to slap all, if not most, Pokemon in the game when it comes out. But the trailer, they specifically kept a Gen 1 to hype. Oh, yeah. Everybody. Then, well, the... that's what it's targeted for. The people who haven't bought the 3DS to play Pokemon. Yeah, people who didn't buy a two hundred dollar Pokemon machine like the rest of us did, and then, <laughs> but they already have their seven hundred dollar smartphone. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll pick up this uh, email from. Let's see. Oh, not that uh, one from uh, Dennis, from Dennis the Maniac. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis. Okay. 
Hi, Thatch and random ladies and gentlemen, it's Dennis the DDG Maniac for another mailbag, but first I have my first report on the ultimate or more viable for alligator that I'm trying to create and since theirs was a little roast Thatch mix with, with roast pour out for alligator on some of the mailbag in the past two episodes. First, solve the speed problem. Yes, no more outspeeding dear for alligator, Thatch Jr. Okay, everyone knows that 78 base speed isn't good, but think, where can I take advantage of the slow Pokemon? Obviously, the answer is, be it on single or double battles, VGC is Trick Room. And I have to say, this guy is a real treat in Trick Room. Second, traditional move set change. I switched Dragon Dance for Swords Dance since it's going to be in Trick Room. Still experimenting with some move sets to test the sheer force plus life orb combination for maximum damage output and coverage, taking note of the current meta game. Third, Brailleness, since this is still an experiment, but. I have to say that three of the different Feraligator that I'm testing out, one of them has been able to withstand a Thunderbolt so far. That with full health, of course. Well, that is what I have to inform for now. In the near future, I'll let you know the EV spreads I'm using and with evidence of its triumph over some challenges. Now for the mailbag. I'm not that much into Little Cup now, but back in Pokemon Stadium, I loved it so much. I would literally spend more than two hours playing Little Cup just because it was so cute to see my babies fight and not be using the adult Pokemons I had in Pokemon Yellow, or simply to have fun with my sisters to see what our favorite baby Pokemon would win. I remember that I usually would use Charmander, Ghastly, Abra, Eevee, Mankey, and Bellsprout just because they were my favorites since I saw them in the anime. I think I'll try to play Little Cup again for nostalgia, and if I find it more fun than it was in Pokemon Stadium, I'll play forever. Well, thanks for the show, guys. I'll leave some pics of Fats Jr. and his two siblings that I'm using for touching, testing out different strategies and some folks I breeded and traded on this week. P.S. Sorry for the long and very divided email on the bunch of picks. I hope to win the trivia. I need a partner for my Dragonite plushie that I will send. That I will some, soon send pictures for you guys, especially Whimsicott, to see. Um, so that's the end of the mailbag. About the tr a quick uh, aside about the trivia competition before I forget. Uh, there should be a new one up by tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah, along with the uh, winner announced. All right. Awesome. 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 Uh, so our next one is from Winmore. Uh, hi to everyone at Puckle and whoever is hosting this week's podcast. I am writing in to you all for the first time, so I wanted to give you an idea of who I am. I just signed up for the site under the name, and you can call me Winmore, pronounced Winmore. A nonsensical name I came up with in the trading forums many generations ago. I've been playing Pokemon since Gen 1, and Red Version was the second game I ever played in my original Game Boy, after Tetris. I've played every generation since, and I'm pretty sure I bought a Nintendo DS and 3DS specifically for Pokemon. I've been battling competitively for years now, and my favorite tier to battle in is UU, with my favorite Pokemon being Melodic. I am actually 10 days younger than you, Thatch. Uh, I crept on the Puckle website when I signed up a few <laughs> weeks ago. And who says that's my real birthday? Uh, and I just, a few moments months ago... Got a doctorate in pharmacy at a college in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's actually not it's, that far from me. Oh, wow. It's his real birthday. <laughs> Pittsburgh's actually like only a four-hour drive from here. That's really impressive, actually. I accepted a job in Houston, Texas, and started to live anew down here. Never mind, he's in Houston. Uh, as a result of the new job, I have about a 45-minute commute one way and thought I would give podcasts a shot. So I searched for podcasts based on one of my favorite things being Pokemon and came across this one extremely quick. In almost two months' time, I have listened to the most current podcast all the way back to about 150, as I am always interested in each episode's topic. 
Wow, you didn't get to the bad stuff yet. Uh, if you keep digging back. Uh, listening to the podcast for about two months now, you guys have already influenced me before I knew it. I have already bought the Pokemon Adventures manga and read it as quickly as I could, and my current obsession outside work has been playing the Pokemon TCGO uh, and relearning a card game I have not played for at least 15 years. Side note, I listened to the first TCG podcast today and found it very informative and helpful for getting reacquainted with the meta that I have no experience with at all. Also, before I get into today's mailbag, I just wanted to address a Pokemon from last week that, from last week's question about types that do not fit, that Pokemon is Jumpluff, Jumpluff is grass flying, yet has no wings. I realize it has bits of cotton for arms and is very light, but I found the addition of flying type on Pokemon to be what seemed like the most common reason for me not quite fitting. Also, I'm wondering if this Pokemon was part of the reason Thatch may have confused Whimsicott as a grass flying type. No, it's because Whimsicott was a grass flying type. Oh, yes. That's yeah. why. That's why. Uh, As for this week's mailbag question, my personal favorite Little Cup Pokemon would have to be Krabby. Currently, my only Little Cup experience comes from the days of Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. When I first started playing Little Cup, I actually thought the Pokemon I had to choose were the smallest Pokemon size-wise. And that led to me having a Smoochum and a Poliwag on my first ever Little Cup team. In those days, I would choose rental Pokemon from in-game and always choose Krabby as he was a solid physical attacker with Stab Crab Hammer. Looking back, I noticed a lot of the high, highest, slash, highest stats slash best Pokemon in Little Cup from Gen 1 had water typing, such as Krabby, Tentacruel, uh, Ammonite, and Kabuto off the top of my head. I'm going to wrap this up now, but I want to say keep up the great stuff, and I look forward to being part of this great community, chatting on the site, and competing in future tournaments most of all. One more. Yeah. All right, so next one from... Oops. That's me. The, uh, that from push- Snag. Oh, oh, oh. Yep, um, uh, uh, yep. <laughs> Hello, Trainer Thatch and whoever he has. I think it's awesome that some of the hosts are into tabletop games. Never tried PTU or other role-playing games for that matter, but it sounds interesting. In the past, I've attempted to design a Pokemon-themed board game, but found that it was both difficult and my ideas closely resembled the game that already exists. If you're familiar with the Forbidden Island, I intend to create a Pokemon version of that game. Same mechanics, just with Pokemon instead. Um, side note, I just started a D&D campaign last night, and my character's name is Noivern. Named it, <laughs> just straight up named it after the Pokemon, so... Anyway, um, for the mailbag question, I haven't had much opportunity to do Little Cup, but if I were to give it a shot, I'd probably use Abra, as it's from my favorite evolution line, and Ponyard seems like it would be really cool. Well, that's all I have for this week. Smell you later. Snag. Awesome. So that's it for this week's mailbag. If you guys want to be part of next week's mailbag, our mailbag question will be, what do you think are some of the worst Pokemon abilities, and do you think any of them that we mentioned this week were actually better than we made them come off to be? Uh, send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com, and it will more than likely be read right on the show. Uh, so on top of that, you can also check out PucklePodcast.com this week. Uh, Puckle YouTube posts videos every Wednesday now of uh, mine and Misty's joint lock. So it's going to be very, very exciting. Um, but wait, Thatch. What? We need to select a winner of the Green Tauros oh, badge. Oh, we do. We do need to select a winner of a Green Tauros badge. Uh, who do you think should win the Green Tauros badge? Uh... Yeah. That's what I thought, Scrum. 
I don't know that I think anybody was uh, very... I mean, I kind of want to give it to Merrick for being really sassy at me. <laughs> uh, I, I like that. I really like that he was I sassy. I want to encourage this behavior. I like to so, encourage that behavior um, as well. Yeah. Merrick, if you submit a request for the Green Toros badge, uh, I would... I at PucklePodcast.com, it's all yours. Yes. Uh, <laughs> or roast uh, but, thatch. But again... Other things you can do uh, this week while you're waiting for another Pucklelicious episode, you can go ahead and you can check out PucklePodcast.com. Come to the chat box, hang out with us, uh, check out our forums. Uh, YouTube, again, posts a video every Wednesday. So it's Misty's turn this week to do the joint lock, so you'll see her her first try alone and see what see how far she gets. Hopefully she doesn't kill anything this week. Uh, we'll also get to... Uh, Let's see, there's also, you can also follow us on Facebook for cool news and giveaways. You can follow us on Twitter for news and everything, at Puckle Podcast. Uh, we have a Tumblr, PucklePodcast.com, or PucklePodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, we have a subreddit, r slash Puckle. And uh, anything else? Am I missing anything else? Uh, oh, mo- most importantly, if you can, uh, please go ahead and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you uh, listen to us on. It helps people find us. It helps me feel good. And happy that you all appreciate this podcast, as do your emails and anything, any form of contact I have with you guys, absolutely. Uh, absolutely helps with that. Uh, but yeah, iTunes, whatever you're listening to us on, please leave us a review. You can get a badge for that kind of stuff, like following us on social media and reviewing us on iTunes. You get badges. Fill up your PucklePodcast.com badge case. Badges! Badges, yeah! Badges. And so, I guess that's it. Um... I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Bosphus. I'm And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, <laughs> it's closing time.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.